Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, joined, as always, by... This is Big Kurt here. Big Kurt, you on Twitter. I'm Big Kurt on Twitter at B1GKURT. I am Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. If we sound giddy, it's because we pretty much are. It's uh, Saturday night. Um, we have been talking about the actual start of college football seemingly in the last five podcasts. Yes. But as we record this one, we're we, actually watching it. We are 53 minutes away from the Miami uh, Florida game starting. Hey, don't don't short these FCF te- FCS teams. Yeah. We're watching them. Yeah, it's fighting, football. Fighting Pelinis. Yeah. Take, take fighting in, uh, Pelinis. Taking Samford to the to the barn. The here, Penguins. So. One of the better nicknames in all of all of college football. I love it. You don't too, like it? Yeah, a little too hockey-ish for me. Huh, okay. I don't, I don't something like and that. And there's not a lot of penguins in Ohio. I'm not sure how that, they got that name. <laughs> how does but. that work? All right, so what we are doing in this podcast is we are giving our official predictions for the yeah. Big Ten Conference. This is exciting. We have sandbagged it as long as we possibly yes, can. Yes, we have. It is time to record. And, you know, it, it's this is a perfect lead into housekeeping if we're ready to do that. Because yeah. the reason you wait is injuries. Yep. Uh, late roster additions, and we have one. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. Okay. Here's a late roster addition. Quintez Cephas, not Quintin. Quintez. (laughs) Got it, buddy. Yeah, I finally nailed it. The, The much maligned wide receiver of... University of Wisconsin has been ruled eligible for the 2019 season. He's going to be playing this year. Makes a difference. Man, that makes a difference. And I got to say, I did not see this happening so quickly. Yeah. What about you? Um, As I was starting to read through the tea leaves, I, I mean, three weeks ago, no. Mm-mm. But as things started to progress, doesn't surprise me. Okay. Well, speaking of, Oliver Martin, the transfer from Michigan to Iowa, has still not received a ruling on his waiver for immediate eligibility. Any Any news there that you've heard? Well, let me ask you, don't like if you're the NCA, just make a decision. It's well, I, I think I, what happens the, if not for the football team, whatever, but for the kid. Yeah, but they don't care about the kid. Let's be honest. Hmm. Um, I think what happens is there's not a whole lot of people that actually do these waivers and there's a queue and you just get put in the queue. And whenever they get to you, they get to you. Yeah. And I don't want to hear any crying from Iowa fans, by the way. OK. OK. All right. Is All that right. clear? Oh, if, if he's not eligible. Oh, yeah. Then you well, I don't want to hear crying. Oh, it's taking so long. Oh. oh. And, he, you know, just I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. This is Luke Ford. Hashtag after. free Luke Ford. Okay. All right. One last item here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. There's a new book out about Jim Harbaugh <laughs> written by John Bacon. Uh, the book's called Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. And in it, he's quoted as saying, it's hard to beat the cheaters. And he's referring to the SEC specifically in recruiting when he says that. And ironic because, well, not ironic, directly involved with our previous podcast, we talked about um, Rashawn Gary yes. turning down 300K to 300K. come to Michigan. With and then two we looked over his suspicious-looking <laughs> SEC teams <laughs> on his t- the top of his, his you list. You know, um, I saw a lot of reaction, a lot of it's from Big Ten fans saying, you know, don't throw stones type of deal. Well, and cry me a river and blah, that blah, kind blah. of stuff, sure. You know what? There are a lot of coaches, and I bet a ton of them in the Big Ten, that were applauding I'm sure, Harbaugh of course. behind the scenes. Well, not just they the Big it, Ten. They run into it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he said it. Yeah, me too. I wish more people would say it. Someday, right? Maybe. All right, so that's it. Quick, quick housekeeping items. Yep, housekeeping's done. 
All right, so now we get in. This is it. I'm excited. Here we go. We do not know each other's picks. Nope. We, we don't have, know each other's picks. We have ideas. I think I have ideas. Here. I have ideas. Um, and I'm hoping that we have some some big differences. Is, is, we're going to. Okay. I'm Good. I'm Good. pretty sure of that. Okay. Uh, so how we're going to do this is we're going to flip some some coins. I got a, I got a coin right here. I'm going to flip it the first okay. time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to decide if we break down the Big Ten East okay. or West first to not show favoritism. Okay. Once we do that flip, we're going to flip it again. Okay. And then then we're going to go who breaks down their their first. first. Because okay. last year we broke down. At the same time. And it was just a big It was kind of chaos. It was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So we learned, right? We're growing. I think so. As a Speaking podcast. of growing. So, yeah. How, how did your picks go this year compared to last year? Smoother. Mine too, but then I started overthinking it a little bit, and I got caught in this vortex, and I had to kind of, you know, back up, pump the brakes a little bit, then dive back in, and I cleaned it all up. But yeah, way smoother than last year. Um, and this is, I guess, as good a time as any to say, uh, if we recorded this three days ago, my picks would have been different. If we record this three days from now, my picks probably would be would different. Have been different. Yeah. See, but that's overthinking it. That is overthinking yeah. it because, and I hate to admit it, but I you get into a paralysis by analysis Absolutely. thing, and I definitely got into it. But then um, the one thing I would say is if you are, okay, if you're, you're a fan of a team, if mm-hmm. you're listening to this podcast, yep. um, you see the college football world through the prism of you know an Illinois fan, yeah. an Indiana fan, yeah. a, a Michigan State fan, whatever. Um, if you actually sit down and you try to be honest with yourself and your team standing in the college football world. Yep. Now, one thing I would say is you also do have to do at least a little bit of a dive into other teams. Yeah, of of course. But, but if you do that and you start looking through the schedules, cause that's the thing. Sure. It's schedules, obviously playing for difficulty. That's yep. one thing. Right. But, but how the schedules lay out played huge into how I made my picks. You mean like who they, who they played the week before, who they played the week after, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Um, and to anybody who disagrees, I, I, I want the conjecture on, on Twitter, so, so come at us. But I dare you to sit down and do this. That's what I'm saying. It is not easy. Now, the interesting thing about it is most people that would sit down and do it, they're going to start with their favorite team schedule sure. first. And then probably predict them to win roughly two to two and a half games more than what Vegas right sure <laughs> expects them to right. By the way, I'm not saying I'm any different. So, but... by, and if you do that for every team, the math doesn't add up. Every, someone's got to win every game. Someone's got to lose. Um, so you know, talking about the West, mm-hmm. there is a proverbial: any team besides Illinois can win the West. Okay, I'm. We'll get to that. Right, and we will. Yeah, but okay. Somebody, two or three fan bases are going to be extremely upset. At at least two or three in the West, yeah. Probably close to three or four. Probably more like three or four, yeah. And that is a hard pill that is going to start to be swallowed Mm -hmm. by fan bases. And we could, there's in some cases, we might not even be barely out of September where that pill. Well, that was, I was just going to go there. There There's other teams that are going to swallow that pill really early and realize that they have to dial back their expectations. With that being said, 
the, okay, the West has gotten so much pub. It has been awesome to see. Yeah, across the because the it's country. so interesting. I, I I did watch game day this morning. There was just well, there was not much I will admit, I watched game day today because there was nothing else on. Correct. I watched for about a half hour. I saw some horrible things. Yep. I saw some good things too, but it just reminded me why I don't watch it. The other reason that just sets the the table for being annoyed at ESPN continually is, you know, they have the college football promo commercial where I don't know, maybe it's a half hour, maybe it's a full minute. I'm not real sure. And they just show a half minute or full minute. Yep. Half or sorry, half minute or full yeah. minute, excuse me. And they just show different scenes around college football. Yeah. And I'm just I've watched it two or three times and I, I don't think I saw it. Okay. Long story short, I'm gonna say somewhere around 70% of the scenes are from the SEC and ACC. Well, of course. And what I noticed is they were doing ads for the ACC, for the ACC network. They were doing ads for the Big 12. It's, well, the, that Kansas thing, I don't know if that's something that was ESPN, the Les Miles show. Oh, okay. It must be ESPN right. affiliated. But it I, I, it makes me sick to see. Oh, and then they, the, the ACC show was about Clemson. It's like, do we really need to promote them anymore? I, I, I don't know. Right. It's, Anyways. Yeah. Um, but long story short is a uh, uh, ton of ton of uh, uh, pub that the Big Ten West has got because it's yeah. such a you know wild, wild west type of thing. Okay. Foreshadowing. I'm down to five teams that I realistically Me thought. Too. But could win in the, the west. East, in the Big Ten East, there's four teams that yeah, I think I, could win it. I think, I think I agree with you there. Yep. So I guess what I'm saying so it's is not that's, that big of a difference, right? Yeah. Okay. Another thing that's not okay that big of a difference, or as big of a difference as people make it out to be, is comparing the East to the West. Oh, there, glad you a, brought that up. Okay. There's there's a little bit of different ways to look at things with this. I do think the the Big Ten East is top heavy. They are, yes. And the, the Big Ten West is deeper. You look at the bottom three in the East, Indiana, Rutgers, Maryland, I think Indiana's moving in a good direction. But you take all three of those, they weight down the, the top four a little bit, right? Correct. Um, the other thing that I guess I just I would point out is the Big Ten Championship. So since we've been to these divisions, the Big Ten East has yep. won every game. The general consensus, I don't know, you tell me if you, this is the feel you get from talking to Big Ten fans or just mm -hmm. read media or whatever, is that the Big Ten East has just murdered the Big Ten West in the championship game. Um, boy, I don't, Do know, if I get, I don't know if I get that feeling. Okay. I mean, the, the Ohio State murdered uh, Wisconsin that one year, right? Yep. Uh, Michigan State barely beat Iowa the one year. Um what Northwestern hung. I don't know. I guess I don't get that. What I would pull out of it is when Ohio State is in the championship game, they murder. When a non-Ohio State team makes it to the Big Ten championship, it's a good game. Okay, but they didn't. Less, you forget. People forget. Penn State had to come from behind. They did, yeah. I thought Wisconsin. that game was over. I thought Wisconsin had it in the bag. Michigan State, Iowa, as you mentioned. Yeah. Very, very close. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I would bet if a non-dominant Ohio State team does not make the Big Ten championship, we'll get a good championship okay. game. Okay. Well, let's that, hope so. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then, and then overall, comparing. But can I stop you because they didn't murder Northwestern? I mean, there was times you thought, well, they, you know, they they were easily controlling the game, but they couldn't put them away. I agree with that. Yeah. But we definitely knew who the better team was. Yeah, absolutely. That day. I guess yeah. that's kind of my whole okay. point more than anything. Um, and then. 
as we're breaking this down, we we were very close with the records because as you break it down, you are going to have if your total has to come out to each division to yep. 63, 63 games, 63 games. Yep. Um, very close for me. I, I, and I'll Mine just was say extremely it. close. Okay, what's yours? Okay. Uh, so I have, believe it or not, I have the Big Ten West at 32 and 31. Okay. And the Big Ten East at 31 and 32. You're kidding me. One game away. Wow. And I didn't, all it, you know, I didn't do that until the end. I just added them up at the end. So I wasn't thinking about East versus West when I was doing it. Same, same with me. Okay. But what is yours? Uh, 33 to 30 Big Ten East, 30 okay. to 33 Big Ten West. Okay. So, but still, still close. really close. Yeah. All right. So, we are going to get into it now. So, the first thing we're going to do is flip a quarter. And heads is the East and tails is the West. After we get that determined, the first thing we're going to do is very quickly, kind of machine gun style, go down each team alphabetically and say pros and cons for each team on why we think they would have a year better than expected or why they might have a year not quite as good as expected. So expected. So not necessarily win the division or not win the division. Cause I don't think that's uh, probably going to happen for, you know, several teams, but okay. Just sure. kind of go through yep. quick. So heads or tails flip heads. It is. So we're going to start with the big 10 East. So, okay. First up, alphabetically, Indiana. Okay. Um, so we'll go back and forth. I'll start out. Uh, mm. What I like about Indiana is returning starters. The overall, uh, uh, the feel of the team, that it seems to be moving forward. Sure. Okay. Maybe what I don't like so much is just the lack of consistency that I've seen just just in general mm-hmm. from Indiana. You know, they, they have pockets of time where they fall asleep on offense, pockets of right. time where they fall. I need to I need to actually see it on my TV screen first before okay. I believe it. For me, I like them getting older on defense. They got a ton coming back on defense, so I think they'll rebound, have a good year there. They've got a lot of uh, uh, skill, position, talent, a uh, little worried about their own line, but I like what they've been coaching. Overall, I see a program moving in the right direction. However, they're in the East, and it's just so tough to make that that jump in the East okay. Maryland up next. Um, what I like about Maryland is I think Josh Jackson. Yeah. But I would, we still don't even know if that's official yet. As what do you mean time for starting quarterback? Oh right? yeah. I guess we, we haven't heard about him starting or not. Yeah. Yep. Um, there is, I still going to be starting. I think he's going to be starting, yeah. but, uh, but I guess I could go ahead and turn that back into a negative. We still don't know exactly what's going on at quarterback. Sure. The injuries, the overall feel coming out of camp has not felt great at all. Well, I describe this as my Franken team where you're taking a bunch of, you know, pieces and try to put together this monster and you've got new coaches, uh, new schemes. So they've got a lot of talent. I think they can maybe, you know, gain momentum throughout the season, hopefully get better as the season goes on. I just don't. I don't, I don't like their chances, and I just don't love. I mean, we saw, we saw what Locks did at, at New Mexico. He's going to have to prove himself, right? Right. Yeah. Michigan. Um, I like almost everything about this team. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's really nothing I can point out. Very to say little. I dislike other than maybe running back, but that's a reach. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is how their schedule lays out. Okay. And 
just the general got to get the monkey off the back feeling sure. for Harbaugh. So that's the big thing for me is is the monkey is still on the back. I th- look at this team and I think this is the best roster on paper. So we'll see if he can get it done. Next up, Michigan State. Um, very much like the defense, obviously, yeah. as we're starting out on the positive. Um, very much like that the quarterback is back, but nervous on how how back Lewerke is the general consistency and playmaking ability of the offense. It's something that has to be seen before you can believe in it. Yeah. um, I'm still not convinced they can be dynamic offensively, but I think they will be much better and I think they'll be good. Obviously I don't think there's anything to worry about on defense. As long as they avoid injuries, I think this team can go pretty far. Ohio state. um, Tons of positive. (laughs) You can pull out. Um, the, the the talent on the roster is amazing. Yep. Um, defense talent is incredible. They just need it's to there. basically be running in the right direction. Yeah. The, the wide receivers are great. The running backs are yep. great. Um, on the other side, it is just a gigantic question mark with Justin Fields and then also the offensive line. That's what I was going to say. And And can you think of two bigger question marks you don't want to have on your team? It, that's there. I mean, we know the talent, so it it may just click right away, but we got to see it. Penn State, talent everywhere. Yeah. Probably more talent than you realize if you're not Mm -hmm. a Penn State fan. I think so. Um, The defense is going to be lethal from, from top to bottom. I think the offensive line is improving, and I definitely think they have great uh, uh, talent at the skill positions. The part that I don't like is we didn't find out about, I guess I could have been a housekeeping item, but Sean Clifford is officially the starting quarterback at Penn State, but yeah. it was as expected, so it doesn't seem like a big announcement right. or anything. But what is Sean Clifford going to be, and is he going to have time to operate behind the offensive line? It makes me nervous. Yeah, um, I would just echo a lot of what you said there. Some questions on offense, don't have any questions about the defense, and then kind of the Harbaugh situation where Franklin has this monkey on his back, you know, without without um, Saquon Barkley, without Trace McSorley, without Joe Moorhead, so we'll see how that goes. Last in the East, I didn't mean that by anything other than uh, alphabetical, is uh, Rutgers. Uh, what I like about them is they've finally had a little consistency for... A little bit. For offensive coordinator. Yeah. And... I know that you could basically say not with the defense because now Ashton, but he, sure. he took over the defense last year. So consistency um, hasn't been any negative headlines. Yeah. The the negatives are, well, we're trying to get these done really quick. So go ahead. Okay. Well, I do like, you know, the, the like you said, the consist- consistency on offense, John McNulty, second year, they're going to, you know, same system, but they're going to be a little more up-tempo. And then Ash basically running the same defense. So, like you said, a little more consistency here. I just don't see a Big Ten roster yet. That's that's what's going on at Rutgers. All right. So, one more flip of the quarter for this. Heads is Big Kurt. Tails is me. And it's Tails. So, I'm going to start out. So, this means I am going through my Big East standings right now. It's exciting. In last place, I have Rutgers. Oh, you do? I do. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I have them 0-9 in the Big Ten, okay. 2-10 and 10 overall. This is my thought process. They're going to start out poorly, and Chris Ash is going to get 
fired. Oh, really? And the team is going to pitch the tent, and that's why we're going to wind up. So I understand there are there is a thought process where things seem to be more solidified. It's kind of funny. We sure. just finished on records a second ago, but not enough. Okay. And I just I don't I I don't know what I'm looking at here other than a team that would finish about seven and five in the MAC. You okay? That's that's I fair. Mean, is that a bowl I, team in the MAC? N- well, yeah. I don't know. The fact that we have to debate this is yeah. reason enough, right? So, moving on to uh, uh, sixth place in the Big Ten, which is, I guess, I'm assuming you thought I was going to flip this, but this is where I have Maryland. Okay, so I have Maryland one and eight in the Big Ten, two and ten overall. So. Not much of a difference between Maryland and Rutgers okay. in that case, but that's that's where I see it going down. Um, and we kind of touched on some of this stuff. And there's going to be some redundancy here, but I'm going to have to see a lot out of Josh Jackson for me to believe that he is good enough quarterback to make this such a dual threat team. They, they could not throw the ball down the field last year. No, they were awful. And I don't have faith in their defense. Well, I mean, there it's the first year in this scheme. Yeah, a total scheme change from a four three to a three four. That's so hard to do. So, all right, up to fifth in the Big Ten East, our first bowl team will be the Indiana Hoosiers. All right, I'm kind of high on the Hoosiers. All right, I got them four and five in the Big Ten. Okay, seven and five. No overall. kidding. Yep. So I got them going undefeated out of conference, Ball State. Eastern Illinois and UConn, they better win all of those games. I've got a couple surprise probably wins. I got them beating Northwestern. Okay. Got them beating Rutgers and Maryland. Okay. I mean, guess what? Right there, that's six that's wins. That's six games. And then at the end of the year, it's time. They get the old Oak and Bucket. That's the, oh, that's all right. The seventh win right there. Way to go, Hoosiers. So, And I'm hoping to see it. I'm hoping to see it. I'm right there with you. Uh, I want to see Indiana. I'm, Tom Bowl Allen has year. grown up. He's like a he's like a moss on the side, but you don't pay attention. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you look back, you're like, it's worked. All, it's worked. It's two th- way two thirds up the side of my my exterior wall. I will say he he may be my favorite head coach in the Big Ten. Really? Yeah, just like a guy I like. <laughs> I did. I did take a drink there. No, a guy I like to hear talk. Okay, you know, like like I when he comes on the screen, I get happy. I understand that. Um. He definitely has a little bit of cartoon ability out of him, and yeah. I think that plays into it. But he's not my coach, so I can, I can just kind of sit back and enjoy. All right, next up. All right, this is where it gets interesting, right? Yeah, of so course. We are. We all know who's the bottom three. Okay. So, boy, did I kick this team around. This team, at one point, was winning the, <laughs> the Big Ten for me. <laughs> I had probably about four teams winning it as well. Okay. Um, I, I got Michigan State. At fourth. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, I I knew you you, you thought I was gonna be higher with Michigan. Yeah, State. I did. I've been I've been I've been pimping Michigan I did. State yeah. a lot. Um, my brother and I were talking Big Ten football this week, and he he's he thinks Michigan State. Okay, uh, and I'm not talking about it. I wouldn't talk anybody out of it. No, and I, this is where I'm like, I wouldn't talk anybody out, out of any of these four teams. Okay, here. yeah, and that actually kind of surprised me. So, um, I got him at nine and three overall, six and three. In the Big Ten, their losses coming versus Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Okay. Um, I, the defense is going to be incredible. I, 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 I don't know how it could not be incredible. Exactly. I I, I just wonder about overall, I, I got to see that running attack. I got to see the rushing attack. 
But don't you? So you don't have a lot of confidence in their offensive line, though. I do. Okay. But but it shouldn't have. And I know they they were injured yeah. last year. Just overall, two three. We're two three years now. We have not seen that True. dominant yeah. Michigan. Now I'm not. I mean, it can happen. It could pop sure. this year. But we're expecting suddenly the offensive line and mm-hmm. s- some some newbies okay. at running back. And I yes. just got to see it. Okay. But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> this is how quick you I don't feel flip. great about it, right? Having no, them at four. because if that happens, if they do run the ball, sure, I can see them winning the Big Ten. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Number three, okay. ready to ready to shit your pants? Yeah. I got the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, really? Okay. All right. All right. I, I, oh God, I can't. Believe it's I'm not crazy. It no. Okay. Ten and two overall, seven and two in the Big Ten. Okay. How about this for crazy? I got them going undefeated all the way till the end of the year. No kidding. And then they lose their last two games versus Penn State and Michigan. Okay. Which kind of foreshadows into my second place team. Ready? Yeah. I got the Michigan Wolverines. In second place? Correct. Oh, Lord. 10 and 2, 7 and 2 overall. So Penn State is my Big Ten East winner. Wow, that's bold. I got to say. 11 and 1. I got to give you a fist bump for even 11 and 1 overall, 8 and 1 in the Big Ten. Okay. A side note here I think it's possible that my insider. Perkins Penguins. He might have infiltrated my brain. That his propaganda might have worked on you. <laughs> I cannot deny that that is a possibility of what has happened here. But this is what I am looking at. This we we talked about a little bit before we actually got into the the, the breakdowns. But schedule quality of teams sure matters. Okay. Yep. The other thing that matters is just how the schedule lays out. It's a big deal. If you have the team to take advantage of it. Sure. Do you see him losing versus I'm going to go through, you know, mm-hmm. Idaho, nope. Buffalo, nope. Pittsburgh, nope. Maryland, nope. Purdue, nope. Iowa. Yep. Possibly. Sure. Right. But is it crazy to think that they're going to be not Iowa? at all? Okay. So we're just going to say in, you know, in my world, they're six and oh at that point. Sure. In comes Michigan into Penn State. It's a whiteout. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's tough to two top always, ten teams. That's a toss up at that point. Absolutely. I don't care what's going on in the universe. Yes, you br- you come into Penn State and it's a whiteout. That's a toss up. So I have them. It's I have believable. Them. That was what I'm saying when I laid these teams out. That's what I'm looking at. Then they turn around and get beat by Michigan State. Okay. Goofy, right? Let down, let down sure. game. There's I have no bye week there. I have them losing that game too. Okay. Then they get a bye week, and then they went out. And, and, that, and one of those is being at Ohio, at Ohio State. State. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I don't feel great about that pick because if you simply flip those, that right there, it turns the whole thing on its ear. But you got to make a sure. stance at you, some point. Exactly. And I kept looking and looking, and I just. And that's what I go back to. Someone's got to win every game. Someone's got to lose every game. And it's so tough to go through each one of these and and come up with a winner and loser okay so i feel like we've broke down you got to go because we could we can we'll talk a little bit more on the east okay once we're both through start at very the bottom excited. very excited believe it or not the rucker scarlet knights i thought for sure you were gonna okay <laughs> but i do have them winning one conference game okay is that crazy who uh, i have them let's see i have them beating maryland okay. at home okay maryland at home so that means okay all right all right so my next team is 
the Indiana Hoosiers at two and seven. What? Yep. Yep. Hoosiers, I've got them. Let's see. I've got the Hoosiers beating Rutgers. This is my stun face. Okay. This is my stun face. And Northwestern. Okay. Next up, the Maryland Terrapins, also at two and seven, but I haven't beaten the Hoosiers head to head. Okay. So they're, they, you know, they, they are finish above them in the so state. So you have Maryland getting beat by Rutgers. Yes. But having the ability to win two other conference games. That's what I have. Were you drinking when you went through that portion of the schedule? I was not. <laughs> All right. Could happen. It, it could, could happen. happen. Um, okay. Now we're up to the big four, right? Big okay. four. In fourth place, I have the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> so okay. Mich- here's what I have with Michigan. I have them losing the three games, but I have them losing to the, per- the, the team they're tied with. Head to head, so that team that they're tied with in terms of record, also at six and three, is Penn State. Okay. So Penn State finishes above Michigan in the standings, both with the same record at six and three. Wow. Okay. Okay. That brings me to essentially who yeah, wins the who Big wins Ten the here. Big Ten. So my number two team in the Big Ten East is the Ohio State Buckeyes. At seven and two. So I have the Buckeyes losing at Nebraska and to Michigan State and then finishing the rest in our, of the in year. In our earlier podcast, you said no way. I changed Ohio my mind State today. going to lose to Nebraska. I changed my mind today. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that leaves my Big Ten East champion as the Michigan State Spartans, also <laughs> at seven and two. Okay. So I have them losing, get this, at Northwestern, because they always do. Right. And at Wisconsin, and beating the other big three in the Big Ten. Wow. And beating Ohio State head-to-head, and therefore being crowned the Big Ten East champion. i tell you what, it's, it's funny as you, as I'm hearing you give the reasons I'm jealous that you picked Michigan State. It's weird that I'm just trying to go through the emotions of it, and I, I, I sat down with the 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 preconceived notion that I was going to pick Michigan State. Okay, because at one point I was just like, and then there was just this this thing. It just crept into the back of my cranium, and it was like they don't have enough offense to do this. Well, so I I, I went through it. And Ohio State was my champion. I'm like, I can't have them be the champion. I just don't. There's too many questions. And so that that was what I was torn with is is, is Michigan State versus Ohio State. That was okay. And, and okay. to all the Michigan fans out there, again, I think best roster, but they're tough schedule, right? Yeah. And I'm just – I okay, so I'm, I'm from Illinois, but I lived in Missouri for five years. So you just got to show me before I believe it. Gotcha. Um. I mean, what I think we're both talking about here is a insanely amazing to watch play out round robin tournament between Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, 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 all the way the games are spread, like, but some of the stuff that's crazy is how Ohio State has to play has to end the year with Penn State and Michigan, no bye week in between. Right. That's crazy. Absolutely. How did that? How did Ohio State get stuck with that? 
that blows my mind. So, yeah, absolutely. And then when we get to the East, there's more of that kind of stuff. Or the West, I mean. Yeah. So, in in to, to, to wrap it up, I am shocked to hear how I, – I, I think this is what I'm picking out from you is that you could see any of the top four teams win the Big Ten East. I don't yeah, – yeah, okay. Yes, I could. Okay. Yes. Would you agree that the biggest hurdle for Michigan is the schedule? Yeah. I mean, we are talking – they they got to go at Wisconsin, Iowa at Penn State, uh, uh, at Indiana, which yeah, is that's right, right before in Ohio State, Michigan State and yeah. Ohio State, and oh by the way, Notre Dame in the in the right. late October. It's pretty brutal. So I don't think it's the hardest uh, schedule in the Big Ten though. Well, just tell me what you think is. I think Wisconsin is. Yeah, they're in the team picture. There's no doubt about that. They but. play three of the big four in the East. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. I, like, I don't know who Alvarez pissed off to get that schedule. Right. I could see Alvarez pissing somebody off at the Yeah, I could, too. Del- he probably Del- deserves it. Delaney knew he was going yeah. out, so that was <laughs> a like, shot on the way out. Stick it to him. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was fun. That okay. was fun. All right, so no quarter to flip for where we go next. We're obviously going Big Ten West. But now I'm going to flip a quarter to see who goes first between me and okay. you. Heads is you, and it's heads. So you're starting out in the Big Ten West. Okay. But we need to go through the teams first, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So, so alphabetical, alphabetical order. order. I'm going to start with. I would have forgot that. I'm going to start with Illinois. Okay. The Fighting Illini have taken a big step forward, I think, this year. They actually have what I call a big boy roster now. Like they can go out and say, we have a Big Ten roster. Now, I still have a lot of questions, especially on defense and just coaching overall. How well is this team going to be coached? Can they cobble together, you know, a bunch of transfers? So, much better, but is it going to show on the field? Pretty close. I feel great about the rushing attack. I feel good about – I suddenly feel good about Brandon Peters. It's weird. I feel solid about Brandon Peters. Yeah. Yeah. And I go back to kind of what we talked about on a previous pod. If you assume the rushing attack is still going to be good, yep, and it gets a quarterback into manageable downs that can right. throw the ball around the field, the offense should be good. Should be. The defense is the other side of the coin. There, the defensive line definitely scares me. The whole front seven does not feel great to me. I don't blame you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Iowa. Okay. Here's here's my thing with Iowa. They've got what I think is the best roster on paper. In the Big Ten West. So, you know that Elvis song? It's now or never. Come hold me tight. (laughs) You got to do it this year, baby. This is the year, I think. Your offensive line is there. Nate Stanley is a senior. You've got uh, the guys on the outside are stepping up. Uh, Defensive line. This is the year. You got to win the West this year. Can't disagree with any of that. Um, When we talked about how to break down teams. We had said quarterback, defensive line, offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I look at teams. Yeah. The Big Ten West team that has the best t- tandem of quarterback, defensive line, and offensive line is Iowa. I think that's so. How, that's how I feel. That's why I feel good about Iowa. You should. Why I feel not so great about Iowa, this is, I mean, this is the epitome of talking two sides out of my mouth, is still the quarterback. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, because there's certain Saturdays. Yes. Yeah. And, and he's Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. And then the general need playmakers to consistently step up. Well, and can I give you another one? Depth in the defensive line. That too. Yeah. Okay. So, so a couple injuries could set things off. Uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers, a, kind of, you know, kind of like Illinois, but they started at a higher place. Um, making strides, going in the right direction. Easy schedule this year. You got to strike now with this schedule and keep momentum going. What I like is the opposite of Iowa. <laughs> I love the skill positions. Yeah. At the exterior. It's like of- Iowa turned inside out. <laughs> it's exactly it? what it is. Yeah. You put these two teams together. It's one team finishing oh my God. dead last and another team finishing Absolutely. easily first and can, and easily challenging the top team. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel good about their quarterback. No, I don't feel good about their defensive line. Not and, great. And, no. and even though I've, I've, I've got gopher fans like beaming into my brain, but the general saltiness of the D of the front seven and yep. the pass pro, uh, and quarterback sure. play of the offense. I, I agree with you on all counts there. Okay. The Nebraska corn Huskers. So this is a team that wasn't like. You know, it wasn't a total rebuild where you had to build the roster back up. You had a solid roster. So you should make a pretty good leap from year one to year two, right? Everyone's been in the systems. Everyone knows the systems, a little bit older. So I like Nebraska. I like the way they're moving. However, I still think they're a year away from where they will eventually be. I mean, if you are we're, we're doing good side of the coin, bad side of the coin, you have to bring up Adrian Martinez for the good side of the coin. Absolutely. That's a that's a coin almost in and of itself. Um, the general feel of the program. Also very positive. Definitely. The other side of it is I, I just I got to see the line play so bef- you're, you- before I believe that there is a flip. And so you also spent time in the show me state. Yeah. That is that is yeah. a, that is a show me state type of thing. Yeah. Um, I I have more confidence that the front seven on defense is going to look better. I do compared too. To last year, I do too. But I think there's a chance that the offensive line might be worse. Worse. I think so too. Than last year, and that will negate any. Like I I know this is hard. It's like a trade off, right? Well, I I know this is hard to believe, but even the greatest athletes of all time that have played offensive skill position have ter- been turned into mush behind a, a bad offensive sure. line. And and, and we, on t- and I think Adrian Martinez is enough of a magician to get around that sometimes. Yeah. But over a whole season and then relying on uh skill position players right. that are also young. Young and unproven. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, moving on to Northwestern, my favorite team. Uh Fitzy's just going to Fitzy. I mean, they don't have a roster that jumps out at you, right? There's nothing that makes you say, well, yeah, this player is is so dynamic. But they're going to be there all the time, every time. They're not going to go away. And I do think... So basically, <clears throat> your positive with Northwestern is that it's a negative to you as a Northwest or as an Illinois Absolutely. <laughs> There's no question. Like I mean, You didn't really say anything other than right. this is what's going to happen because... Because they're Northwestern. I mean, I've said it before on the cast, like college football, it's, it's like that, that girlfriend that treated you like shit. Yeah, I love college football, and I get shit back from it, right? My team sucks, and my team's arch enemy is always good. Why can't it's, I quit you? Oh, exactly. 
Um, but I do think that Hunter Johnson will make their offense a little more dynamic than it was last year. Positive is the 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 fitziness. I mean, you already explained it. Don't need to go deeper than that. Um, the the solidness of the defense. It's good. It's all yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. Um, can't argue with that. Back on the other side, not seeing it. I'm there, not there either. Are questions, okay. There are questions on the offensive line. Did you see it last year? No, but there is. <laughs> you didn't even has no, no, didn't. And but there is a extrapolate out over time situation. Well, that's what through. I've said is when is this going to end? And on the other side of it, you brought up Hunter Johnson. He still is not named quarterback. Fitzy. Is oh, the he is the starting. It's just I, that's what Fitzy does. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback. I agree. It. I I agree with that, but. I just don't like – I mean, oh, let me ask you this, though. Would you be shocked to see T.J. Green get snaps down out in Sanford? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't be. Okay. And I just – I'm going to tell you right now, quarterback controversies scare me. Don't like it. There's no controversy. Okay. okay moving right along, the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, I think Purdue fans need to temper their expectations a little bit this year. I think this roster is not as good as it's been the last two years. We're supposed to start out with a positive, by the way. Are we? Okay. Um, <laughs> your coach is the original demigod, the OD. So with this roster, if he can turn this thing into like a, a bowl team, then, I mean, I think it'll be his best coaching job he's done yet because I just do not see it with this roster. On the positives, I would say Brome Moore, Rondell Moore, Brome, Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, Brome, Rondell Moore, Brome, Rondell Moore, Sindelar, Brome, Rondell Moore. Not so much Sindelar, just more. But that's it. Yeah, that's all you got, right? Like they they're even banged up on defense. Uh, Yeah, Lorenzo Neal, right? Not going to play. Who knows how long he's out? That guy, he was really the anchor of the defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Bailey. No disrespect, but that's Marcus Bailey. No disrespect, but the disrespect that you 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 could potentially give to Marcus Bailey is he's not always consistent. Yeah, that's so, fair. Okay. Or or consistently healthy, whatever it is. Okay. All right, on to the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, positives. They're the Wisconsin Badgers. They're never bad. Twenty five years, right? Have how many? Well, they were really bad last year. Well, that's true. They were only eight and five. Oh, poor Wisconsin Badger fans. That's the good news. Bad news, I I still don't think there's going to be very good quarterback play here. Um, offensive line will be good because it's Wisconsin, but I don't think it's going to be probably as good as last year. It'll just be, you know, your typical Wisconsin offensive line. Um, but the D will be better. The D will, will take a big step from last year. The positives to me is that they – it is not 2018. Yeah. That's and, a good positive. And I just cannot shake this feeling that the biggest reason that last year was a misstep, I think okay. we can call it that, is a guy that's not on the roster anymore. Yeah. I believe it was Hornybrook being bad, and I believe and it was Hornybrook having team dissension yes, inside the locker room. Absolutely. And it and it effed up the mojo. And everywhere. they are obviously happy that he's gone. They've made it very clear publicly that and they're then, happy and he's you, gone. And then on top of that, their boy, Quintez Cephas, comes back. Yeah. the Boy, they have a good wide receiver room suddenly, now. Holy crap. They have the best, second best, skilled position wide receiver room in the Big Ten. Yeah, West. I would say second best. 
to, but it's to close Minnesota. To Minnesota, I would say it's pretty if close. You, if you factor in tight end, wide receivers, yes. running backs, because we're talking about that's true. a Heisman Trophy candidate in the backfield. Yeah. So it's like one A, one B. I don't know if Minnesota fans want to hear that. And then it's comical to me that some people are are questioning, you know, the offensive line. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you. I'm saying yeah. I heard it. Well, yeah, they're not going to be bad. They're going to be good. I just yeah. don't think they'll be as so good it's as you. last year. You're up. Okay, here we go. Starting at the bottom, the Iowa. No, um, I have the <laughs> Illinois Fighting Illini, but I do have them winning two conference games. I have them two and seven in in the Big, and winning five games overall. Okay, um, going three and zero oh in non-con. Just missing a bowl. Just missing a bowl. And here's here's this is my my surprise pick for the, for the Illini. I thought about having them beat Purdue, but it's at Purdue. We historically don't do that well against Purdue, which is really painful to say, right? I haven't beaten Rutgers, and then I have them win in a trap game versus Wisconsin. Crazy. I am crazy. You nailed it. Next up, the Purdue Boilermakers, sitting at 3-6 and six in the conference and only 1-2 and two out of conference, so only four wins I have for the Boilers. Okay. Next up, okay, so this... So, now we get in. Now we're into the... All right, the, so the, the, the whole national media says there's six teams that can win the West. I say that's total BS. And foreshadow, I believe there's only five. I well. think there's five. And this... Oh, God. Good stuff. This was so tough, and I don't even like saying... Before you even get to your picks, I'm okay. just going to pre-apologize. I'm going to pre-apologize. I want to do the same. Yeah. And, and again, I've said this already, but... I challenge you to sit down and do this same exercise because it's not easy. And, okay, it's the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I wanted them to finish higher, but it just didn't work out. I, I, I Like, I have them starting off really fast, okay? Then I have them losing to Nebraska and then winning a couple. And then it gets so difficult at the end of the year. So I just have them dropping the last four, and I really struggled with the Axe game. Yeah, I had them winning it, losing it, winning it. I have them losing it. So yep. four and five in conference, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um, seven and five overall. Next up, fourth, fourth yeah, in the. This yep. will be fourth. Yep. The Wisconsin Badgers. Whoa! Oh yeah! Whoa! Okay. I, I've got the and I had them losing the X and a step down, but end up flipping it. So I've got them finishing. Um, let's see, uh, four and five. Hold on, let me let me hit that up. One, two, three, four. Four and five in conference, but winning the head-to-head with Minnesota, Minnesota. Okay. so they finish ahead of them. Okay, all right. At over, num- what was over? What was Wisconsin overall? Seven and five. Okay, yeah, I've got them three and zero out of conference, four and five in conference. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, we're we're different here. Good. Okay, that's good. All right, all right. Next up, so number three in the conference, I have the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay, coming in at six and three, nine and three overall, six and three in the conference. Um. But losing to the number two team in the conference, who I also have at six and three. Okay. And the number two team in the conference is the Northwestern Wildcats. Whoa! Yep. Fitzy gonna Fitzy, but he's not gonna Fitzy all the way this year like he did last year. Okay. So I do have Iowa winning the conf- or the, the the division here. I don't like the record because I their their uh, schedule's so hard, right? But I have them finishing seven and two. Like I don't know. Yeah, you're, I was, you're already regretting it. I can feel it. I know. I was bouncing back and forth six and three, seven and two, 
But I do feel like Iowa's the best team, so I wanted them winning the conference. I have them 7-2, and two, even with that difficult schedule. But curious, I don't... Curious, what's their overall record? 9-3. and three. So you have them losing Iowa State. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, all right. And so that's it, yeah. That's good. I have Iowa, Hawkeyes I winning. I have we're you're blowing my mind. Okay. I, yeah, we're, we're, di- we're different. So. All right, good. All right. Uh, first up for me, seventh in the Big Ten West, I got the Purdue Boilermakers. Whoa! Yeah, making waves here. Making waves early. I, got I will say, I looked at the the, the like the rosters, so, the schedule, and I thought Illinois should beat them too. But I, as an Illinois fan, I can't do that. Well, and and we'll just we'll team the we'll we'll couple these two together. Right? I got Purdue at seven, sure, and and Illinois at okay. six. I've got Illinois and Purdue both at two and seven in the conference. I've got uh, mm. Purdue four and eight overall. Okay, and Illinois five and seven okay. overall. Um, the interesting thing about this is if you if you think deep into it, I got Illinois going into the last game of the year, bowl eligible, okay. still alive. I like it. And then losing to Northwestern. Of course. Because, well. I, and, and, and you know, you're talking about like my Penn State insider seeping into my brain. Sure. You seep into my brain too. And part of me is like, what could still in the end torture my podcast partner the most that would be it right there getting you all the way to the end and then losing to Northwestern to by one Bowl. point probably something like yeah. that um but but Purdue okay Purdue yeah we kind of already talked about the the, the bad the, the bad the feels that have not been good no even from like some Purdue fans who follow right pretty close and then the the first part of their schedule now I, I I've got them going two and one out of conference I've got them one and two and I could see one and two, yeah. like at Nevada, Vanderbilt, TCU. Those are all tough games. If by chance you start out zero and three, out of conference, you might have to cancel Christmas right. at that point. And then Minnesota at Penn State, they get Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern's bunch together, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana. Indiana's. N- this is all jump balls. Would not surprise me if it's a, it turns out to be a really bad season for Purdue. And then with Illinois. I see it. I see there are good feels yeah. coming out of Champaign. Some good feels. And I don't think it's crazy to think that they could bunch together two wins at Purdue and Rutgers. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. And they should win three teams, three games out of conference. That's five wins Yep, right there. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Next up, this is where it starts getting interesting. Okay. Right? This of course. Is the contenders. So you agree that neither Purdue nor Illinois has a chance to win the West. Correct. Yep. Okay. The, I mean, just but to these break, five teams do. All five teams do. Okay. And again, pre-apology, somebody's got to be disappointed. Yep. And up first that I have disappointed at fifth is the Northwestern Wildcats. Ooh. And I've got Fitzy's them. magic wears off. And four and five in the Big Ten, seven and five overall. Okay. You want, you want to know what will wear some magic off? What's that? Going to Stanford to start the year. Yeah. Having a losing. weird buy at the fr- that's a bad so buy. That stinks. That's for, a bad buy. That is horrible for Northwestern. How do you draw that? That stinks. And then UNLV, and then check this out: Michigan State at Wisconsin at Nebraska. Buy okay, that's great. Another buy that's pretty early. Yeah, and then you have to have a finishing kick: Ohio State, Iowa at Indiana. I got them losing at Indiana. I do too. I got them losing versus Iowa. That is a tough ending. And, and trust me, man, I kicked it up and back and up and back and forth between Illinois and Northwestern. Oh, did you really? Because okay. Northwestern's not playing for a division at that point. Sure. Illinois is playing for a bowl. Right. 
and it's horrible, but I'm going to go back and say the reason I picked Northwestern is because it, it. It, it will just break your heart, and it seems to be the most <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but your 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 power over the universe has been flexed many times. I know. I have, I'm I'm pretty strong. I've got I've got powers, man. Number four gets even more interesting okay. to me here. I have the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay, I've got them five and four in the Big Ten, eight and four overall. Yeah, I think Colorado is kind of a jump ball, but I think they're going to go three and zero out of conference. It sits up well for them. But then once they get through the the non-conference and they have at Illinois, by the way, don't sleepwalk through that game. No, they better not. Nebraska. I don't see them beating Ohio State. Okay. Not not don't see it. This is college football. I can see it. I just believe Ohio State will have so much more talent on the perimeter to get past sure. uh, Nebraska's defense. That's fair. I, I just I just I can't see it. I see them bouncing back and beating Northwestern the next week. Yep because they're better than Northwestern as far as well the talent they they yeah they most teams are well I know they should have been they should have like they should have beat them last year Scott Frost snagged defeat from the jaws of victory he absolutely last year. Did. he deserved yeah. a big part of that credit yeah so and that was back during the the losing streak yes it was that's why that game to me sticks out more than any on Nebraska's schedule. Okay. Because they should have won. That is Absolutely. the game they really, really should have won. Definitely. This year they get it. But then after a, an emotional win, you got to go on the road to Minnesota. I, I got the Gophers beating them. Okay. There in that in that spot. Then they get a bye, right? I can see them beating Indiana. I think they're going to beat at Purdue, the win at Purdue. But then the physical end to the season, uh, Wisconsin at home, at Maryland, which I still think will be somewhat of a physical uh, offense. So then we'll get into the top two teams or the top three teams. Mm-hmm. I got the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Okay. At five and four, seven and five overall. Okay. So uh, losing at Fresno State. Okay. That's bold. It's a West Coast trip. Yeah, I hate those em. are all. I hate them and I hate them. I get it. So two and one out of conference, okay. beating Wisconsin or uh, uh, Nebraska head to head. So that gives them the five and four, uh, uh, you know, jump up on them. Same yeah. record in conference. I do have them losing at the end of the year to a focused and angry Wisconsin team. Okay. Which I have at second. Okay. And I have the Iowa Hawkeyes winning the division. Wow. Now, I have to admit. And what's I Wisconsin's be, record? What I have you? Wisconsin nine and three overall. Okay. Six and three in the Big Ten. I have Iowa at nine and three overall. Six, Six and, three and three in the okay. Big Ten, but Iowa winning the head-to-head <clears throat> versus Wisconsin, kind of similar to the North at Wisconsin at Wisconsin, okay, kind of similar to the Northwestern Nebraska game last year. Iowa, I believe, was better than Wisconsin. I'm not going to disagree with you there. And they, they should have won they, that game. They just, they just, there was three or four freak plays that gave it away. Yeah. Now I know this is on the road this year, so yep. that makes a difference. I am fully aware that I probably smell like I'm getting high off my own stash yes. here with this. And I and but I go back to what we well, said before. It's one of the things we agreed on is What's Iowa that? winning the West. That is crazy. Yeah. I did not think you were gonna pick really? Iowa. But quarterback to D line to O line, that is the best team in the West. I think in those me. three categories, yes. And D line depth does concern me. This is probably where I'm getting high off my own stash. I think it's gonna wind up being okay. Because of 
things you know, I'm reading. Yep. Yeah, yeah, well, you never know, right? right. You could have a couple injuries and then it gets bad real quick. And I think the fact that we that Iowa has to throw the ball to wide receivers to the perimeter, that is why I think it will wind up working because it will open up the running game and the offense just overall looks better. Yeah, I could see that. But I liked what you said about um, in the previous cast about uh, clogging up like too many people on, on the on the line is the reason you couldn't open enough running lanes. Correct. And yeah, I could see that. I like so they're going to be in more. They're going to be more in three wide receiver sets. Yeah. If Oliver Martin is healthy, this is crazy. But and if he's not, I, I, Iowa no, could go six deep in quality wide receivers yeah. this year. But and no, no whining, is, no crying from Iowa fans. This is the crazy thing is I'm whenever Oliver you look at at. Iowa teams that have actually wound up being very good winning division type of things. Quarterback, O-line, D-line, that stuff matters. You know the position that actually steps out in those winning seasons? Is it it's, wide, it's receiver? wide receivers? Okay. So that's what I think. Marvin McNutt? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tavon Smith, stuff like that. Yeah. All right, so that gets us to the Big Ten Championship. about Tavon Smith, another Smith brother. Yeah, They're Tavon triplets. Smith was very good. So that gets us to the Big Ten Championship. I've got Penn State versus Iowa. I've got Michigan State versus Iowa. I'm going got, Michigan State. And I've got Penn State. Okay. Okay. So that's our – That was pretty it. easy. We got through it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Right, around, right around an hour. We, yeah. we thought it'd be 30 minutes. And uh, <laughs> here <not>. we are. <laughs> i got to cut. i got to stop uh, saying that out loud. But the next one will definitely be about 30 minutes. Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. we only have 14 games to cover. No yeah. chance it goes over an hour. And actually, this timed out perfectly because as we are finishing this, the Miami-Florida game is literally starting yeah. right in front of Alrighty. us. All so, As you're listening to this, the game's already over. Um, but I am so excited to have college football back. It's back, baby. Okay. I am. This is the Eyes on Big podcast. I am Jeffrey DeGree. And I'm Big Kurt. Thanks for listening.